Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. This is the third show in our Give Your Business a Fresh Start series in partnership with Blue Jay Solutions. I'm really enjoying it, and I and we've had some great feedback from you, the listeners, as well. I've learned a lot so far, so I'm really excited to bring you another fascinating episode. Last week in episode two, we talked about simulation and using AI to model scenarios within the supply chain so we can predict the future and stay ahead of the game. And today in episode three, we're discussing the hugely important topic of sustainability. We'll be talking about the impact of international shipping, how we can use technology to help us with our eco commitments, and exactly how Blue Jay Solutions are helping us to facilitate them. So welcome to the show, Patrick. Hey, Sarah, good to be here. So good to see you again. And I'm so glad that you are a part of this mini series. So why don't you start by telling us all a little bit about yourself? Tell us who you are, what you do, and what is the one thing that would surprise people about sustainability? Mm, good, good start. Uh, so my name is Patrick Malley. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer at Blue Jay Solutions. I've been with Blue Jay about four years uh, and I've been in the supply chain industry for, can't believe it, almost 22 years. Uh, time flies. Um, so that, that's fun. who I am. What's that? I said time flies when you're having fun because I've been in the industry probably maybe a year longer than you have. Oh, my gosh. How is that possible? It doesn't look that way, Sarah. Let's just say that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so the one thing that would surprise people, I think, is um, I'll just say it's easy to get started on sustainability. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people will take a look at the world of sustainability and climate change and all the different aspects to it. And we'll talk a lot about those. Um, but I think they look at it and they think, holy cow, uh, I think they get it's like deer in headlights. Like, where do I go? Where do I start? How do I tackle this beast? And um, some of what we'll talk about today is what companies are doing to get started. Um, but I think, you know, choosing an area and there are many areas to choose from and just get started uh, because there are benefits um, both at the you know, climate sustainability level as well as a business level. So I think, you know, when people think about it, you know, it might surprise them to think that it, it's easy to get started. Yeah, I always talk about that, like start where you can make an impact. Um, and there's a lot of resources out there with a lot of, um, I believe that there's 20 ways to really make an impact in sustainability. Um, and so start where you can. But I think it's also important to note that they should also be taking a look at their partners. Who are you working with? Who are your suppliers? Who are your vendors? Who are your service providers? And what does that look like and how can they help you to get started in sustainability? Maybe they have their own programs that you can be a part of um, to get to understand what it is that you're doing and, and where it is that you want to make an impact. So today we're looking at worldwide shipping. So let's start by talking about the benefits of doing business on a global scale. And then we're really going to dive into worldwide shipping, what that means for sustainability and so much more. And I'm really excited for this. So, but let's, let's start there. Uh, great. So I, I think you touched on one area and we'll, this will come up a number of times, but is a, is a network. So when you look at worldwide shipping and, and the benefits of doing that, uh, you know, opening new markets and, and, you know, growing revenue and, 
making the world a smaller place, which is something we like to think we do at Blue Jay. Um, this concept of a network is uh, central to sustainability and sustainability efforts. We're all connected and we're yeah. connected uh, at a personal level, at a professional level, at an operational workflow level. So this concept of a network is absolutely uh, the, the, the central piece of, of effective sustainability projects. Yeah, absolutely. And and you hit it on the head, right? We're all connected somehow. And, you know, I think before 2020, um, there was a lot of manufacturing being done in China. And I think through 2020, we've heard a lot of, you know, different ways of doing business and, and changing where we're doing some of our manufacturing. And I think there's a lot of questions in the air right now when it comes to global business and global supply chain. And I think, you know, if we are going to take a look at our supply chain strategies, sustainability has to be a huge part of that. It has to be a part of that discussion in who we're doing business with, where we're looking to manufacture and what that supply chain strategy really looks like. And clearly, you know, it's something that most businesses want to be a part of, you know, opening up more markets, new horizons, more revenue. But the impact of operating on that scale is huge. I mean, particularly for the environment pollution, con contamination. Can you talk to us a little bit about those effects? Um, because I know, you know, especially with a carbon footprint, international shipping and worldwide shipping has a huge cause and effect there. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'll say one thing when you talk about, you know, growth, business growth um, has traditionally gone hand in hand with additional pollution, additional fossil fuels burned. And, you know, you'll see in, in the data that really, you know, we've really peaked at the amount of fossil fuels we're burning, right? We've not, not peaked, sorry, we've leveled off globally in develop, developing economies, uh, which is really exciting, which means economies are still growing, but we're, we're, we're being more and more efficient. And that is very important yeah. uh, when you talk about, you know, growth. We can't continue to grow and continue to to burn fossil fuels and, and damage the climate and, you know, in ways we don't know how, how will impact us. Um, so that, that's a big piece of it. The second piece is something we've struggled with. I mean, recently in the last, you know, four to six years with really, um, unpredictability and, and geopolitical change and, uh, you know, changing suppliers. I mean, that w when you have to set up a supply chain, a global supply chain that involves, you know, if you're in the automotive business and, and you need to connect 10 different countries and manufacturing plants and assembly plants, um, and you need to meet the demands of uh, your customers, you know, that setting that up is a huge investment, um, a huge effort in, in, again, you know, in, you know, building and, and, you know, using up, you know, uh, you know, the environment, um, when you need to change that, when you need to resource and you need to change, you know, your sourcing from China to Vietnam or from Vietnam to Mexico, I mean, those changes really disrupt the flow and the improvements we're trying to make when, when it comes to sustainability. It's like a step backward. Um, so, you know, we, we think, you know, th those two pieces kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, two words that come to my mind when I think about sustainability is mindfulness and intention. And, you know, the reason why I say that is because I think in order for us to 
really move the needle forward and and bring sustainability into our supply chain strategies is going to take mindfulness and intention. No doubt. Absolutely. Um, you know, it, it, and that's, you know, we'll talk about some of the strategies and things we're doing and every piece of those require both mindfulness and intention, right? And and some of the, the mindfulness, um, you know, we'll talk about both, you know, the, the benefits of, you know, to our, to our children, our grandchildren, those kind of things, but also yeah. the benefits of business, right? Doing, yeah. doing, you know, these sustainability projects are not cost adding they're they're in many times they're, they're, it's just better business it's more effective business it's more profitable business right um right. so you know being mindful of both both you know those things is is part of it not checking not just checking the box but investment right they're not a cost center they're they're an investment into better business so in saying that we need to act and we need to act fast if we're going to not just do better from now but also start to reverse some of that damage that you know everybody is talking about that we have made along the way so how do we leverage the power of technology to help us to create change yeah, so many, so many ways in supply chain, so many ways. Um, you know, I, I think I like to think of it in kind of a demand chain way, kind of a left to right linear flow, just from a just from a visual when you think about it, if you're listening, you know, and it starts with really to me, demand planning. Um, you know, not wasting, right? You know, making sure that you don't overproduce, making sure that you don't underproduce and have to rush ship. You know, so all those things, whether you overproduce or underproduce, creates waste. And waste is really just almost synonymous with sustainability. So anytime you create waste, you are you are doing things that are negative to the environment, uh, that aren't providing any value to anyone. Um, so when you talk about demand planning, I think that's kind of the the first step there. Then once you've got your demand plan locked in, and technology has come a long way in the last 20, 30 years uh, around doing better jobs of demand planning and using artificial intelligence and using better data uh, to make sure companies, you know, create a better global demand plan. Um, and then once you've got your demand plan, now, now we've got to actually operationalize and get it through. And, um, you know, there are things like optimization, um, you know, making sure you optimize your truckloads, making sure you, you know, reduce the amount of LTL loads you do. Maybe you, you consolidate your parcels into into LTL, LTL, and you do zone skipping. Um, all those things really, uh, you know, again, reduce waste, right? You're doing the same thing. You're serving the same customers, but you're doing it with less resources. Um, and optimization goes to, you know, driver optimization and uh, route optimization. So all these optimization pieces that we incorporate quite a bit into our, um, uh, into our software is, is a big piece of it. Um, you know, you get into packaging technology, right? The amount of packaging and how packaging fits into, into, you know, the way you, um, you know, um, palletize things and, and, you know, making sure that you optimally use space and, and weight and those kind of things. And then I think, again, we talked about this earlier, it's the synchronization and the networks between all these players. It, you, you're just not, you're not ordering one thing from one company. Um, you think you are and you get it. Um, uh, but there are so many players involved in, the movement of our goods around the global supply chain. It's the yeah. synchronization and the orchestration of our networks. And that means real-time connections, 
being connected, adding new vendors quickly. Those technologies have come a long way in the last 10 years. So uh, all those things really contribute to the things that we need to accelerate and continue to do to, to really do a better job at sustainability. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I'm going to throw in there as well is, you know, in episode two, I was lucky enough to talk to um, talk to you guys about your simulation. Mm-hmm. And what excited me about that was because your simulation software is really allowing us to take a look at different scenarios and providing real time um, scenarios as to how to ship your product with sustainability in mind. So it's not just about cost. It's not just about time anymore, which those are two very key components to that simulation, but you can also look at it from a sustainability standpoint. And that's what I really, really love about that. And so I encourage anybody, uh, that hasn't listened to episode two to, to definitely go and uh, listen to that. But the other thing that you said was packaging. And you talked about, you know, the palletization, but I think, you know, we also have to take a look at it from another standpoint and it's the packaging to the end consumer because we get, um, there's a lot of packaging that's going into recycling bins right now with everybody sort of ordering online. And when we think about sustainability, we also have to think about how do we reuse that, right? Is it reusable material that we're using? Are we over utilizing packaging to, to deliver this product to the customer, which has been, you know, a complaint by a lot of people recently. Um, and I'm not going to name names, but, um, so I think, you know, you, you make a really, really great point around packaging and that's a huge place. That's a really, really good place to start. I know that we, we spoke earlier about where to start and that could be a place to start for, for some people. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, so how do we incorporate these things? I mean, it's it's all great that we're talking about how technology can help us create the change, but how do we incorporate it? I think, you know, people assume that they need to revolutionize their businesses. Like we were talking about in the beginning, you know, overhaul everything and they eventually scare themselves off and do absolutely nothing. Um, but as the saying goes, every little bit helps. So how do we start incorporating the technology to help us with the change? that we want to make in sustainability. Yeah, I agree. And it's, you know, it's the, the journey of a thousand miles, you know, begins, begins with the first step. And that is, you know, definitely the case here. Companies need to pick places that are, you know, and, and there's going to be low hanging fruit for companies to take. And yeah. uh, you, you start to find that these things start to connect with other initiatives that you have going. The thing that I think some people don't, think about when they think about sustainability is again they think about it as an added cost and they don't think about the the true business benefits it's just good business even without sustainability even without thinking about you know the the planet and climate change and all those things um it's just good business it's a better way to do business and uh you know there's some low-hanging fruit uh, whether it's, you know, again, you know, whether it's, you know, optimizing your your routes on the, the way you deliver, whether it's optimizing your loads, the way you build them, or whether it's changing your packaging. Um, you know, it, it is picking those low hanging things and getting started. And then you'll start to see how these things connect. Yeah. And one other thing I'm going to throw in there is starting conversations. So a lot of time, you know, we think that we're in our our department, maybe our supply chain department or traffic department, um, and we don't 
really think about connecting with the other stakeholders within the business mm-hmm. um, to really sit down and start that conversation and collaborate on what sustainability can look like in each one of those different sectors of the business. And once we start having that conversation and start talking about collaborating around a sustainability initiative, we can really see the interconnection. Um, the points in how, you know, maybe somebody in marketing can change something on the sustainability side and how that's going to affect supply chain or vice versa or sales or procurement or, you know, distribution. And so I think it's an important point to really drive home here is that really you can start anywhere and that could just be a discussion or a conversation within your department and encouraging collaboration within the other stakeholders of the business. I agree. And, and there, there's the, the external view of sustainability, what I you know can do for my customers um, and those things. And then there's the internal capability. Yeah. So as you start to network and have conversations, both of those really have to go hand in hand. Um, you know, we're doing the same at Blue Jay. We do a lot for our customers when it comes to helping them reduce waste and improve their sustainability efforts. Um, there's, and you know, we, we have a lot of customers in the food and beverage industry, uh, which are you know obviously very well vested in the interest of, of sustainability. We have a lot of customers in the logistics, um, you know, LSPs and 3PLs and those and the like, and carriers, all very um, uh, you know concerned about making sure that they're doing the right things. Um, so we do a lot on that area. And then it was kind of an internal like, well, listen, if we're telling everyone what we can do there, we really need to, we can't just talk the talk. We need to walk the walk. Right. So, you know, we're looking at our own internal processes, our offices. Um, you know, the pandemic has, you know, if you look at the silver lining of some of these things, you know, the pandemic has really exposed some long held business practices and thoughts that we're really now questioning and, and have real data and understand a lot better, such as do we need to get on a plane as often? Um, right. you know, essentially, our travel costs went to zero. Um, and you know, with that, you know, there's a lot of carbon that wasn't burned with, with people flying all over the world um, needing to meet face-to-face with customers. And we've gotten, like a lot of companies, have gotten very good at you know, deploying our software, having, you know, discovery calls with customers, having, you know, uh, support calls and, and doing things that we would normally have said, this is an important meeting. We need to jump on a plane and go there. Um, so we're looking at travel. We're looking at our, you know, how we telecommute. And so we're really starting to look at our own carbon footprint. Um, and you know, we, we've got some things that we're working on that we're not really ready to announce, but we're really excited about where we're going with this. I love that. And I'm so glad that you shared some of your journey with us as well, because I think that it's important within this discussion that we're, we're like you said, you know, we're, we're not only talking about it, but we're taking action. We're taking action ourselves. We're taking action to help our customers and showcasing how, how you can do it both internally and externally. So in saying that, what kinds of things are Blue Jay doing to help to contribute to a more sustainable world, which we kind of already talked about internally, um, but let's talk about externally. You know, what are you doing for your customers um, to help them with their sustainability goals? And how can you help listeners with their sustainability commitments as well? Yeah, it's great. Um, we well, One more thing on the internal, and I'll get to the external. Uh, just because I think it's interesting, because you had mentioned it earlier, 
you know, we, we have 12 offices around the world. Um, you know, we, we have some offices that were doing really great recycling efforts. Um, we had some that were really uh, doing a great job in telecommuting and, and, you know, having people, you know, commute to work on bikes and, you know, the Dutch. Um, and, you know, so we have all these different types of initiatives that were really kind of disconnected from one another. And as we started to learn and start to talk about this and do cross um, pollination with, you know, what each office is doing and what each region is doing, there was a lot of learning and that, and that was kind of the, and which made it grow. So to your point about, you know, connecting and having conversations, that, that was just another piece of that. So we take all the things that we're doing and, and it just adds to it. Um, so that, that's the internal. I'll we'll stop with that anyway. Uh, but on the external stuff, you know, we have our, our solutions um, are, you know, in our transportation side are really designed to reduce waste. So they're naturally built for sustainability. So companies that um, deploy our solutions uh, use fewer trucks. Um, they drive less miles. Um, they, uh, they, they reduce the amount of deadheading that happens. Um, you know, empty trucks, you know, driving across the country. Um, and we do that through a number of ways, not just the application and the process, which is really important. Uh, but those nuts and bolts of just being more efficient and optimizing how you're doing things to reduce the amount of carbon you burn and reducing the amount of uh, waste that you create as part of your operation, which is just a natural output. Um, so, you know, we do a lot of that. The second piece we have um, and you had talked about it in, in episode two, is this, you know, the ability to simulate, right? And what a power. I mean, imagine, you know, just the ability to virtually look at what would happen if I did this. Yes. And see that I'm, I go, okay, well, that's not the right thing. If I did this, I could reduce, you know, the waste significantly. It's going to cost me some money, but I get it. And my customers want me to do that, right? My customers will accept a, a, a you know, a delivery date a, a day later or two days later. Um, so the ability to provide those kind of really intelligent applications is, is another piece of our offering. Um, and then the, the next two are really tied together. And we kind of tie this into our DNA strategy, which is data and networks and applications, but the data and the network, right? That connectivity, the ability to find uh, new capacity or to not have to expedite something to find carriers that can get your delivery there on time to satisfy your customer uh, and really find the best way to do things in a quicker way. Our networks really allow you to do that. And then the data is really what feeds everything. It feeds the application. It feeds that uh, simulation you know, that we talked about and it feeds in the network. So our data network and application strategy is, is really about reducing waste and which is against, you know, um, you know, equals sustainability. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that. It sounds like there are a number of different ways by partnering with with Blue Jay to be able to hit sustainability goals. And, um, you know, that's really what it's all about. I kind of made mention to that at the beginning of this episode, is that the partners are really, really important in some of your sustainability goals. So don't be afraid to talk to your partners about that. Let them know what you're striving for. Let them know what your goals are and sit down with them and, and talk to them about it and see how they can help. Um, and so one of the other things I want to circle back to what I had had said about just starting that conversation, um, because I kind of want to get to know what your thoughts are um, on how do we just start to influence our peers? How do we become really proactive in championing 
sustainability or sustainable solutions and just starting the conversation? What would you, what would be your advice? Do you have any tips? uh, It's being vocal, I think. uh, And I think, you know, people can be, you know, shy, you know, to, to bring things up and like everything um, in today's world, everything gets kind of politicized. And I don't, I don't think of sustainability as political at all. Um, but I think being vocal um, and I think the realization that understanding that sustainability and good business go hand in hand. I mean, like I said, literally, I mean, it, it is even without the benefits of sustainability, it's good business to make sure you reduce waste. Um, and they really connect well. Um, and, and the other, you know, kind of tied to that is um, not just financially, but from a brand perspective, you know, our, our food and beverage customers, again, heavily vested and in, in, interested in, you know, making sure that we create a more sustainable world. You know, people are willing to pay more. I mean, there's studies out, people are willing to pay more for a brand that's better connected to these issues. Um, so I think it's being vocal and we're trying to do that at Blue Jay. We, you know, by no means are we perfect, you know, but we're trying to start to um, talk about sustainability, how our solutions connect to what we're doing internally, um, you know, how, how people can get started, you know, these kind of things that we're trying to do. So I think it's just being vocal. It's talking about it. And, and you know, to something, that, a theme that seems to be emerging here is just just get started. Yeah. Yeah. And as a leader, um, I just want to ask you, who like, is there a certain department within a company that you would kind of go to, to talk about sustainability? Is it marketing? Is it, you know, um, the leader of supply chain, who would it be that somebody would go to, to start having conversations about internal sustainability? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think it depends on the size of the company. I think at, yeah. a, at a smaller company, you're probably at the CEO level, right? I mean, because it, yeah. it it impacts so many areas. You know, some of our bigger customers are multinational companies. You know, they have sustainability departments and sustainability executives. You know, they're very you know centered on it um, and really you know built out plans. One of my favorite, um, uh, you know, and, and we've learned a lot from them as one of our customers is Heineken. So if anyone you know wants to go check out the HeinekenCompany.com and their sustainability story, they've got a really great, like, just you know, well thought out, very clever, memorable kind of story about what they're doing with their own sustainability development goals. You know, they call it brewing a better world, and you know, they go from barley to bar, and just how they re- really you know connect their business and and um, and sustainability and and the things they're doing uh, from top to bottom. Um, but I, but I really think it's, it, you know, depends on the company size, uh, cause everyone has a vested interest in it, right? It's an operational issue. It's a branding issue for marketing. It's a sales issue. It's a manufacturing mm. issue. So. Yeah. And I, I like that example that you used. I've been to the Heineken museum in Amsterdam and that was a number of years ago. I'm not going to say how many years ago, but, um, <laughs> even back then they were very innovative. Um, and that museum was, you know, something that I will remember forever. So I, I'm glad that you brought them up. So yeah, um, their, their break room is a bar. I don't know if, if you went into yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they had a games room and I I'm sure it has changed because it's been a while since I've been there. Um, but if anybody is in Amsterdam, that is a great, great tour to go on. Um, so just to wind this down and I hate to wind down a conversation about sustainability because it's so important, but what is the next, what do the next few years look like in logistics and sustainability and what's on the horizon for Blue Jay? I think it's the younger generation that that's what's coming. 
Yeah. We did a research report that we released. If you go to supplychainresearch.info, um, you'll see uh, a very broad research effort that we do each year. And this year we saw, because we divided the, the data up by generation, we saw these like green shoots, so to speak, um, of younger leaders, supply chain leaders, really starting to emphasize sustainability. And we hadn't seen that before. So I think it's really going to pick up momentum as this younger generation moves in um, and, you know, the older generation retires, right? Which is the natural course of things. So we're excited to see that. And we're excited to measure that each year. So next year's research report, uh, you know, we'll see you know, what the impact of, you know, another year has been on, on, you know, this younger generation's view of sustainability. So we think as the younger generation takes center stage, um, this, this is really going to continue to build momentum uh, for sustainability. Awesome. And I just want to let everybody know that you and I actually did a LinkedIn live uh, just a little while ago, probably about a month or so ago. Right. Um, and you can find that because we talked about this report. We talked about the generations in supply chain. Um, and it was a really, really informative and great LinkedIn live. You can find that on the Blue Jay Solutions LinkedIn page. You can also find that on the Let's Talk Supply Chain LinkedIn page as well. It'll be listed under the videos. Um, and so you can go and check that out there. So with a network of 50,000 carriers and supply chain partners and over 7,500 customers in more than 100 countries worldwide, Blue Jay are on a mission to create the supply chain of the future. Their unique blend of data, network, and purpose-built advanced technologies alongside their passionate customer-centric team is guaranteed to help your business improve efficiencies, minimize risk, and capitalize on opportunities for profitable growth. For more information about Blue Jay, check out their website at bluejaysolutions.com. Thanks so much, Patrick, for joining me on the show today. Oh, I loved it, Sarah. Thank you. I loved it because it really showed that a commitment to sustainability surely has to be towards the top of everyone's list for 2021. And this episode has really shown that we can get creative with it and really help to make a difference. Don't forget to join us again next week for the fourth and final episode of our Give Your Business a Fresh Start mini series in partnership with Blue Jay Solutions, where we'll be talking all about risk and how we can use technology to help us both minimize it and prepare for the future.